Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Wow, Julie, fantastic week. Um, Really so exciting, despite the absolutely horrible, abysmal weather in most of the country. So exciting um, to be coaching so many great agents. And all the feedback I'm getting from all of our coaches is the same thing. Those of you who get it are making a huge, uh, make basically setting yourselves up for the best year of your lives, business-wise, for sure. And it's so cool to hear all these great success stories that just motivates the hell out of me. I mean, you know, the funny thing about coaching is it's very cathartic, you know, in essence that when you hear everyone else's success story and you hear the coaches talking about the success story of their clients and you hear, you know, the, the coaches or the clients themselves and all this other great stuff, it really does, you know, it's hard not to be motivated being in an environment like this. And I'm just having a hell of a lot of fun this week. And I know yeah, you have too. because I've fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it, it's, you know what, guys? Um, you know, we obviously had, you know, our coaching business was around and for a long time, and it was around during the crash. And I have to tell you, those were some relatively depressing yeah. coaching calls. They were. <laughs> you know, they were. We all lived through that one together, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's nice to have that finally, firmly in the rearview mirror. You guys are getting it. You know, you're understanding that we're at the beginning stages of a long-term, ever-increasing real estate boom, and it's fantastic. It's hopefully it won't result in a bust, but you know, over the next seven to ten years, sometimes longer, uh, depending on where you are in the country, you're going to see ever-increasing opportunity. And you guys, if you've ever wondered what it feels like to be in the right place at the right time, well, look around. You are there, and this is the time. This is a you know, really, that's what's so cool. In all my adult working years, and Julie and I are in our 40s, I don't ever remember um, an economy that was this, essentially this exciting. You know, in housing, I don't really pay much attention to anything else outside of real estate, the real estate industry, but it's fantastic, and I'm so excited for you. But you know what I'm really excited about is this weekend, and we've talked about this every day on the radio show this week. Hopefully, people have listened. Um, Hopefully, they're understanding the significance of what happens tomorrow, Saturday, February 28th, and the following day, March 1st, how incredibly important it is because of the uh, expired listings. Guys, there are only a handful of weekends throughout the calendar year that fall on um, the last day and the first day. So what we're experiencing now, not only is the perfect timing because it's falling on the weekend. Why are the weekends so important for expireds, and this weekend in particular? Because everybody's home. One of the biggest challenges with expired listings is obviously reaching folks. Everybody's home on the weekend. Now think about this. If you're in like 75% of the country right now, and you're wading through some resemblance of an ice storm or whatever, that means people are going to be extra home this weekend if there is such a thing. Right. They're not going to be outside. They're not going to be you know, doing whatever else they might be doing a few months from now in the summer. Again, expired listings, always more on the last day of the month and the first day of the following month. Add to that that it's on the weekend, so people are naturally going to be home and answering their phone at a higher level. Add to that the fact that it's crappy weather in most of the country, and you're even going to get a higher hit rate when you call. And here's the really exciting thing, if that wasn't enough. 
think about the, the nature of the expireds that are going to be coming up this weekend. Most of them, depending on your market, will have been for sale for four months, six months. In other words, they listed late last year through the fall, through the winter, um, and all those types of sellers are going to be extra motivated now. So the bottom line is, guys, if they listed last year, going to the fall and going to the winter, there were serious sellers, and those serious sellers are expiring now, and those are opportunities for you. So what we're going to do on today's radio show at a half hour is we're going to do our best to give you guys a five-step crash course on what you can be doing now. And I, I literally plead with all of you listening. You know, we have 100,000 regular listeners. And it would, uh, if you to miss out on the opportunity that is this weekend would be criminal. You should literally turn your real estate license in. And I know you have other things going on. I know you've never done expired listings before. I know you have your excuses. You know, I get it. It doesn't matter. This weekend is special. Make an exception for the sake of your business for the next, you know, the rest of the year at least. This is the weekend where you have to be working. Some of you are listening to a replay. Some of you are going to be listening to this call and replay next week, and the weekend will have already passed. It doesn't matter. There will still be lots of expireds that didn't get listed, so go back and call those as well. So what Julie and I are going to do is we're going to give you a five-step, nice and easy with quotes around it because, I mean, this, all these things require work. But I'm going to give you five steps Julie and I are going to present to you on what you can be doing now to be taking listings immediately from expired listings. So, Jules, without any further delay. That's right, and always one of our favorite categories. So let's jump right in here. And, and Tim, I did have the thought, be kind of a prequel to this uh, first section. Speaking of expireds, I can just hear, I can just feel it in the ethos out there. Everybody's saying, well, what about the do not call list? So I have to share a really quick story about the do not knock list from a client who lives in, let's say, one of the absolute worst places for weather, Boston. Had a little uh, expired uh, appointment, and the seller actually said, I am very impressed that you bothered to leave your office in this terrible weather. So don't use <laughs> phone numbers as your excuse. Not allowed to do that. And in fact, if you're having terrible weather, assuming that it's safe for you to be on the road, which doesn't take long for them to you know, clear most of your you know, civilized areas out, yeah, you do get extra bonus points for actually going out in the cold. So instead of looking at that as a negative, make it a positive like my client in Boston did. So just had to share that quickly. All right. So single best source of listings. Well, hold on. Okay. So, you're gonna, so we're going to cut. Why let, do we so love let, them? Yeah. That's right. Why do we love expireds? Why are they so incredible? One, two, three, four points, and then we're going to get to the five-point checklist. And Jules, let's do as we promised and get through all the points so these guys yes. have the ammunition to hit the ground running and give them enough time, if they're listening live, to actually take action on some of the action items that I'm going to give you them as homework. So, yes. Julie, why are expireds we'll so incredible? Yeah. Okay, yes, so exactly. in your notes, write down why I love expireds. You personal one. Let's make this personal. Why do you love them? Well, they are willing to pay a commission. They've already proven that by listing. So to me, that makes them better than many other categories. They are willing to pay a commission. Next, they are willing to actually list. They've proven that. So that's a great reason. Next is they're a little bit market-worn at this point, so they don't have the overly unrealistic expectations about price. They no longer think their house is the greatest thing since sliced bread better than everybody else's, and that's why they're going to get, quote, their price because the market has basically rejected their price, possibly their condition, probably both. So now they're in a better mindset. 
They are humbled by the market rejecting their property, and they will actually be more receptive to you telling them what to do and how to do it. And Tim, you and I had many examples where they'll do stuff as an expired that they never would have done as a fresh listing. Because as a fresh listing, you know, some of the, sometimes, for being honest, they kind of think that they know how to do it better than you. Some of the maybe HGTV and Bravo TV addicts that think it's just about throw a sign in the yard, have an open house, and you're done. After they've done that a few times, suddenly they become more coachable. So I would add one other thing to this list, Tim, in terms of why we love them, and that is that they probably already listed with the person that would have been your biggest competition on the front line of the listing, taking it as a new listing, and that person failed, so now you actually have less competition than you would have. That's a good point. I should have wrote that one down. Yeah, you're right. I mean, for the most part, the friend of family, center of influence, whatnot, realtor that had the listing initially is going to be um, in the rear view. They're no longer going to be a consideration. And so it really does open the door for all kinds of opportunity. So let's go through these points, Julie. So the first point I wrote down um, is point number one, check your mindset. You know, here's the thing, and, and I know a lot of you guys are going to have all these biases for or against expires. And look, we're advocates of calling for sale by owners as well, which we call, lovingly, unrepresented sellers. But we'll talk about that on a different radio show. But for the sake of today's radio show and your action items for immediately happening today after today's radio show, you've got to start with point number one. What is your mindset about expires? What is your mindset? Do you really believe um, that they expired because they're just somehow like uh, they're bad milk. They're like expired milk. They're you know they're in other words they're not any good. There's something wrong with them. Is that your belief about expireds? Do you believe that only the crappy inventory doesn't sell? Is that really truly your belief? Are you in belief that um, for example maybe the seller just wasn't motivated? That's the reason it expired. Do you believe that maybe the house you know you guys get the point? Is your mindset about expireds? overly negative and has that been standing in the way of you actually wanting to pursue them put a different way perhaps a little bit more direct way are you using your uh excuses with regards to all these uh list of reasons why you think expired your bad news as your excuse for not doing the work and I, I you know you guys can stop there and just think for a second your mindset is it from your own personal experience or is it because you've rationalized not doing this work by essentially accepting in your mind that somehow expired are less than desirable and who would want them anyway, right? Get it? You guys see what's going on here? So here's the reality of an expired listing, especially an expired this time of year. They had the house for sale over the holidays. It just didn't sell because of whatever. Fewer buyers maybe. Maybe the weather was so bad. Across the country right now, most of the expireds and most of the markets that are popping up are perfectly sellable, wonderful houses, and the reason they didn't sell is just because they literally got stale. The MLS number got stale, the description, the pictures, the whatever. How many of these are still showing Christmas trees in the, in the uh, pictures when you look on uh, Realtor.com or whatever? So the listing itself has created or has this sort of taint to it that makes buyers and buyer's agents say to themselves, well, it hasn't sold yet, so there must be a problem with it. I'm not interested in seeing it. Julie and I, all of you, any experienced agent has had the experience of listing an expired, new pictures, new description, new MLS number, same price, putting it in the MLS and having it sell instantly. 
you almost feel guilty sometimes it's so easy when you go after these expireds because all it really took was that previous listing agent and previous listing or listing agents if you have listings that you're not being attentive to you're guilty of this well uh, as well but all it would have taken is that previous listing agent giving a little bit more care and feeding to that particular house and it probably would have sold these are the mechanics of how this business really works these are the little tips and secrets and why expires themselves are such a gold mine so the other thing about expires, and this is, the, this is kind of counterintuitive. I mentioned this on the radio yesterday, I think. Um, in some markets, many markets, it, the price actually is probably right. The number one reason the house doesn't expire is price, right? It's overpriced. That's sort of conventional wisdom. But I'm here to tell you in a market where there's a lack of inventory, uh, San Diego, uh, San Jose, most of New York, Florida, so, I mean everywhere, parts of the Midwest, so, uh, it, there's – there are pockets where a listing will expire, and you can put it for sale again at the old price, maybe even raise the price and have it sell. I know this sounds counterintuitive, but this is really how it works. So don't go into a listing appointment, guns a-blazing with an expired listing, assuming that price was the problem, because it may not have been. You guys follow me all this? Again, that's why this weekend in particular is so special. You have all the expireds that got listed late last year that are basically had their houses maybe for sale for their particular markets at the wrong time. Those are now those were probably motivated sellers before. Now they're extremely motivated sellers. Um, you have the fact that you know this weekend you're not going to have a lot of agents working because in general agents don't work on the weekends, uh, especially over the phone work. And then you have on top of that what else? The weather is going to keep people homebound, so you're going to get a higher rate of answers. Julie, what's the second point that we wrote down about expireds? Yeah, the second one, I love this because you and I hear this at least several times a week from several different agents. But, Tim, we just don't have that many expireds. So how do you deal with that? Because, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, right? There's, there's no expireds in my market. Well, check your MLS, Okay, just because you haven't personally bumped your head into an expired does not by itself mean that that's accurate. So in every market, there are hundreds, sometimes even thousands of expired. So run a search for your entire MLS and be prepared to be amazed. So some of you guys don't think there's any expireds because you're being overly specific in your MLS searches. You're making a really short time frame or only one neighborhood or something goofy like that. So expand it. That'll give you a picture for what's expiring in your overall MLS, and then you can hone it in and say, all right, well, what if I look at these five zip codes and I concentrate on that? You're going to have hundreds of expireds to go after, especially if you go back in time up to two years. Some of the best categories are the older expireds. You have less competition. Many of those expireds from a year or two ago were trying to get a price that really was unrealistic back then but is not unrealistic now. So those can be easy pickings. Again, oftentimes you'll hear, you know, back a year and a half ago, everybody called me, but you're the only one following up. So that makes it an easy choice who they're going to relist with. And keep in mind too, Tim, you know, some of these expireds, they're also buyers. So it's not just the commission you're going to make when you sell it. You're going to make another one when you represent them on the buyer side. So make sure you're asking lots of good questions, but stop believing that there, quote, aren't any expireds. Well, I'm so in a Julie, hot market, and there's 20 offers on everything. Well, that's not true. That doesn't happen on everything. Go ahead. So, so far, it was check your mindset. Point number two was check your MLS. So now you have the mindset that you know expireds are a gold mine. Now you've looked in the MLS, and you realize that there's tons of expireds. So the little test is go back six months, see how many expireds there were in your total MLS. 
If you go to your MLS and you put in a tiny little MLS code that's only going to represent a small slice of your market and not find a lot of expireds and use that as your rationalization for not calling expireds or not taking this opportunity seriously, there's a word for that. It's called lazy. Okay? So maybe you do need to go outside of your immediate little uh, enclave. Maybe you do need to go one city over to find the plethora of expireds that are inevitable. That's okay. Put in a little bit of effort. What you do now is going to set you up for the rest of the year and even more than that because all the transactions that come from a listing. So, Julie, point number two is get the tools. What does that mean? Point number three, get the tools. Two was check your MLS, but that's okay for our analytical friends. Okay, point number three, get the tools. (laughs) Scripts. Don't just wing it, okay? And I told a story on the radio yesterday, somebody that had been very consistent with their scripts, but the script wasn't working for them. That's because they were using an outdated script that, guess what, doesn't work. So use our updated, market-specific, and proven scripts. Then you've got to find out, well, what's going to be my source? MojoSells.com, that's the obvious choice. You've got to have addresses phone numbers. You've got to have the breadcrumbs to follow for this. So Julie, the let, tools let, means let, Julie, let's, and let's Mojo define Cells. that. Mm-hmm. Let's define that. What does Mojo Cells do? Mojo Cells literally goes into your MOS, literally pulls up all the new expires, literally checks to find out, that, make sure they haven't been relisted, sends you, gives you the market data information. So how the process works, you're standing in front of your computer, because as we instruct you to do, you should be prospecting standing up. You should have your scripts on the wall. You should have your objection handlers on the wall. You should have a headset on your head. You dial in on the phone or on your computer. You dial in or you log into Mojo. I said dial in. Good Lord, did I just date myself. So you log into um, Mojo Cells and you hit the button that says start. And then what happens is it auto dials all the new expireds. So of 100, because we've interviewed them before, um, you know that they'll get on average of 50 to 55% of all the phone numbers. And you're going to be standing there. Mojo is going to be dialing for you. You're going to hear an answer, and then you're going to read the script that we give you. That's how this works. There's some nuances to it. Obviously, that's what coaching is about. But existing coaching students, ask your coach for help with this. Existing coaching students, watch the Real Estate Coaching Essentials videos. We walk you through all the nuances so that you can have a very high ratio. As a rule, some of you guys are going to be searching for ratios. I would say an average prospector that works with us is able to set one listing appointment for every 10 contacts. So that should be your target ratio at the very least. If you're not doing at least that, then you need some help. Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Point number four, Julie. Perfect. Point number four is now it's time to actually take action. Attack the project. Take it seriously. Set goals of how many appointments you are going to set. Don't just dabble. Don't just try it out. You're going to actually take listings from this. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on, Julie. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hold on. If we tell them to set the goal of how many appointments they're going to set, you know as well as I do, they're going to think about it for the next week and miss this weekend. So let's not do that. Get started to become comfortable with it. Exactly. I'm going to download this. I'm going to listen to that. Mm -hmm. No, there's no getting ready to get started. Yes, some of you have never done this before. Others of you have done this for your entire careers and you understand completely, and I know some of our top producers that are reliant on expired hunting in their markets are not going to like us sharing all this information with you guys because they know that this weekend is an absolute honey hole. You know who they are. It's the agent in your parking lot with the Bentley that works there on the weekend, okay? That's what I'm talking about. What do you think they're doing? They're calling the expires, of course. So here it is, guys. 
be very clear on this. Here's your goal. You must contact at the very least 20 expireds this weekend, right? So your coach or your future coach, right, is just giving you a homework assignment. You must contact 20 expireds this weekend. 20. A contact is a conversation with the decision-making adult. It's not an email. It's not a voicemail. It's not a postcard. It's not petting their dog in the yard. It is a conversation with the decision-making adult. Guys, have that as your minimum standard. 20. In most markets, there's going to be hundreds. I had a really, this has happened so many times this year. No expireds in my marketplace. Oh, really? Go back to point number two. Let's log into the MLS and let's see actually how many expireds there were. Let's go back six months and look at how many expireds there were. I literally had an agent on the phone um, who didn't believe there were expireds. Had him go through that process. On the phone, they then discovered that since like, I forget it was June of last year or whatever, there had been a total in their entire MLS of nearly 50,000 expireds, withdrawn, and canceled. Nearly 50,000. Now, you guys are in some of you are in really hot selling markets. You're in LA or whatever, but you only want to look in Beverly Hills or you only want to look in Orange County. And maybe there's not as many if you were to go slightly outside of the area. So don't make this not work for you by looking at it too small. You've got to expand and call. There's so much opportunity everywhere. Point number five, Julie. Point number five is very easy. Lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> okay? So that means go back to the beginning. Check your mindset. Point number two, check the MLS. What have you got to work with? Check number three, are you using the tools, using a proper script and using a proper dialer and information giver like Mojo Sells? Are you actually taking it seriously? Point number four, go on the attack. And then lather, rinse, repeat. So stop looking for reasons that it doesn't work or you're not going to work or it's not going to work for you. Oh, the do not call list. Oh, there's not enough for me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. They're all overpriced. Okay, that's how you end up not making any money in real estate. Look yeah, for that's reasons how you en- it does work. That's how you end up taking that phone call from the dude selling you buyer leads and actually thinking that that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, really? I can have my I can become a double platinum premier agent and I can buy buyer leads from you and I only have to pay $500 a month? That's how you guys fool yourselves into thinking that that's a good idea. Or some of these ridiculous long-term lead follow-up programs, how you actually believe that those are a good idea because you're not willing to go after the obvious opportunity that we're presenting to you now. Some of you will spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, So if I were to go to you right now and I were to say to you, I, I will sell you a list of 100 people that I know for sure want to sell their houses now. How many of you, what would you guys pay for that? Well, the average person is buying a buyer lead right now for 30 to 50 bucks. Think about that. So most of you, evidently, would be willing to pay, let's say, $50 per lead. You can get these free. They're called expireds. Here's another little statistical fact for you. And you guys can check me on this because, I'm, frankly, I'm just remembering and my numbers are going to be probably off. But something like 90% of all expireds relist within six months and something like 75% of those relist within the first 30 days. Did you guys hear that? So in essence, every, I had a coaching client in Florida who did his homework on this and he went to find out how many expireds, just like I said, relisted within um, uh, 180 days. And it was over 90%, 93 or 94% relisted. Wow. So we know there's a basically 100% chance that the expireds that are going to pop up in your MLS tomorrow and on Sunday are going to list a vast majority of them immediately. 
And the rest will relive with an. With, it went with who? That's right. Who's going to get paid on those transactions? It should be you. Some of you who get it, some of you who are willing to work, some of you who are actually willing to do what we ask you to do, are going to take enough listings over, set enough appointments over the next few days, and take enough listings over the next few weeks that you're going to set yourselves up for the rest of the year. So here's a little secret for you. This could be the pattern for your career for the rest of your career. You could just basically really, really drill down and focus for the first two months, take enough listings, and depending on your financial goals and your average sale price, you could have a brilliant rest of your year just from the work that you do starting this weekend. Guys, please take this seriously. I hate to think that some of you are listening right now and you're skeptical and you're thinking, well, you know, this won't work for me, or I heard this about expires, or whatever, whatever. You're making excuses. Or as Julie touched on, the analytical ones out there, I have to gather more information. I have to write my own. Oh, Julie, I had I that. Study this I want to write another month. Exactly. No, no. Here's the one I'm seeing a couple times. I did a role play with a new coaching client, and they'd, I'd had him. I was, you know, most of the new coaching clients, you know, you guys will have one or two calls with Julie and I in some cases, not every case, but, and then you'll get transferred to one of our other coaches. And so I'm doing a role play with this agent who swore up and down that they had called expired. And then I listened to their script. They'd taken like three or four scripts that they found God knows where and kind of woven it together and thought, well, I'll just write my own expired script. And it's like, why would you do that? No wonder you're not having success from it. Your script sucks. So guys, here, here's a, here is truly the bottom line. If you're really serious about being successful in this business, and we talked about this yesterday and the day before, expired listings has to be one of your primary spokes on your lead generation wheel. It has to be. Stop making it so hard on you, on yourself, please. Just do what we ask you to do. Listen to these five steps again. Don't add steps. Don't take away steps. Don't change anything. Just read the script. Present the information. Say what we ask you to say. The sellers always say the same things in almost the exact same words, almost like somebody's coaching them what to say. It's all predictable. People have been prospecting expireds for ages. You can do the same thing. Please take this seriously. Please do it well, this weekend. Yeah, and Tim, let me give them a, a little help with this. If you're new to this and you need to break the ice, especially if you have buyers, a lot of you guys have buyers where you haven't been able to find anything for them. It's a great excuse. And Tim, I've seen a lot of my coaching clients that normally were struggling with expireds, but when we added the element of you actually are honest to God looking for a real highly motivated approved buyer, then all of a sudden they become a little bit more comfortable reaching out to specific expired. So if you want to cherry pick expireds just to begin with, that might be a good match for your wayward buyers that keep getting outbid. Maybe you got an FHA buyer and they keep losing because they're FHA. Well, start. I've got a client in LA that's prospecting between 300 and 350 because you know the client only has five percent down. They're never going to win against a cash buyer, an investor in that price range. So he's taking it upon himself to dive into the expireds, withdrawals, and tempor- temporarily off the markets. And that because you're matching people, some of you guys are a lot more comfortable with that. Plus, it is your job when you are claiming that you're working with a buyer, in other words, your job is to actually find them something to buy, it's part of your job anyway. So this is a way to kind of kill two birds with one stone, maybe break the ice, get you more comfortable with it, and then you can expand to normal expired prospecting. That's okay if that's what it takes you to get you off the dime, that's all right. And a lot of you guys just feel better about it when you can talk about a real buyer. So maybe that'll help some of you jump into this. And I got to say too, Tim, there's only a few ways to raise your average sale price. 
how do you do it? Well, you can network your way in. You can volunteer with lots of, you know, luxury-type events. But that's not that predictable. It takes time, money, and effort. Or you can just cherry-pick expireds. Maybe you always wanted a listing in, you know, choose your neighborhood. Dive in and see what expired. Go after that. Maybe that's twice your average sale price. How else are you going to do it? So I like expireds for so many different reasons. And one of them is a lot of you guys come to your calls saying, gosh, it would be great to raise my average sale price. Well, good. Go cherry-pick some expireds. Make your life easier. You're not paying for that. Go ahead. So your homework is? 20 contacts this weekend. 20 contacts with a goal of setting. Minimum. 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 With a goal of setting two appointments. Listen, folks, if there's anything we can be doing for you, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Let us help you. Hey, have a fantastic weekend. Have a fantastic, profitable, exciting weekend. If there's anything we can do for you, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.